really giving the people the independence to manage their own workload and not micromanaging has been a big difference from my perspective of being able to have the creative freedom and the strategic freedom to make decisions and act on directions you'd like to head has been a big difference for my team and also sharing information. Working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis? Between walking those 10,000 steps, hydrating, making plant-based meals for our family, Pinterest-worthy lunches for our kids, spectacular date nights for our husband, and let's not forget, climbing that corporate ladder, we're asked to do these things each and every day. So much so that often it feels like we are trying to balance on the high wire of life. So welcome to the High Wire Woman podcast, hosted by me, Rosanna Brewery. I'm an immigration lawyer, a mother to a teenage son, a wife, and an entrepreneur who truly believes that working women can have it all. Join me as I interview other high-achieving women, and together, let's learn about the skills and the fortitude that we need to create the happy, prosperous, and balanced life we so richly deserve. Hey, High Wire Women. Hope you are enjoying this late well, officially fall season, I was going to say late summer, but so I'm in the East Coast, Buffalo, New York. It is just the most wonderful time of the year here. The leaves are starting to turn. It's nice and cool, 65 degrees, beautiful, super excited. Hope you're having a great week. We sure are as well. And today I have a really special guest, Lauren Kennedy on the podcast. And Lauren's going to talk to us about making changes, going against the tide, swimming upstream, and all of her knowledge along that journey. So Just to give you a background, Lauren Kennedy is the founder and chief marketing nerd of Coastal Consulting. She's based in Wilmington, North Carolina, and she's really considered a unicorn in her field because she's a technical expert in Salesforce and HubSpot and also a strategic marketer. So Lauren has had a variety of really interesting jobs, which we'll get into. She also holds a bachelor's degree in psychology, which I always love, and a master's degree in business administration and management. Lauren's had a bunch of really interesting jobs, recently found Coastal Consulting that helps her clients find approachable, scalable solutions for marketing, automation, management. But today we're really going to talk about what inspired Lauren to strike out on her own. So welcome, Lauren, to the High Wire Woman podcast. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Great to have you here. So Lauren, I loved your background. I know you you thought you were going to be a lawyer and no offense, I'm mm-hmm. a lawyer. Um, <laughs> and you quickly decided, no, not for me. And then you went from an English major to nursing to psychology. Tell me a little bit about that journey. I mean, it's not atypical, right? Like we expect kids to come out of high school and be like, I'm going to be a computer engineer, but life doesn't work that way. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah. I have always been looking towards the future. So I definitely had a career plan and a college plan set out by the time I graduated middle school. And I was always had my sights set on what's coming next. So whenever I was younger, I'm not sure what initially drew me to the legal career, but I think I've always had a strong sense of right and wrong. Mm -hmm. And so when I was younger, I kind of gravitated towards law as being the enforcer of what's right and wrong. And I still think that that's true. But whenever I interned at a law firm, I just didn't feel that it was right for me. And I grew up around people that were really passionate what they did. And I wanted to make sure that I found something that I was passionate about doing. So went to college. I've always enjoyed writing and have really found different parts of myself through reading books. 
So I was like, let's try writing. Let's try English. And it didn't really stick. It wasn't very challenging. A close friend of mine who actually now works at Coastal Consulting was diagnosed with leukemia. And I spent a lot of time with her in the hospital going through that process and felt called to a nursing career and found that I did not have the stomach for that and could not see myself in a like, career that was dealing with the human body. So yeah. <laughs> luckily she would quickly went into remission and is now healthy, I believe eight years in remission. But after that, I found that my passion for that was really being able to connect with other people. And so I landed on psychology really enjoyed learning how people think, how we make decisions. And then from there, interned in marketing and went on to get my master's in business, the focus on management and marketing and have found marketing automation to be a really great blend of psychology and marketing. I love the connection of psychology and marketing, right? Because so much of marketing mm-hmm. is based on how people make decisions, the number of decisions they make, why they make decisions. So I think you have such a unique combination of those two skill sets together that probably really help you figure out what makes people tick. Mm-hmm. So you've been in the marketing industry for quite some time and in a number of different capacities, but you decided to go out on your own. So tell me about that journey. I made a similar journey 16 years ago. I was at the largest law firm here in Buffalo. It was fine. I didn't love it. And I decided, oh, I'm just going to work from home and see what happens. And 16 years later, I have seven lawyers, a team of 20, and have had more fun and just more gratitude than one person should have in one career. So congrats. I'm a huge proponent of striking it out, but that's hard. Tell me about how you got there and how it's going. Congrats to you as well. That's awesome that you've had that success. So decided to start Coastal Consulting in March of this year. I did not set out with a business plan. I had not set a goal of in March of 2021, I'm going to start a business. I had a loose concept of in the future, I would like to have a consulting business that I run and I'm able to work in HubSpot and Salesforce every day. And what got me here was a misalignment with my management and the cultural shift that was happening at my organization. And it was not a new friction, I guess, in my life. I have left all previous roles because of misalignment culturally, missing like a value set alignment. And when I say that, I mean that like not putting your people first, not prioritizing the health of the people over like profitability or output. And so I have noticed a trend in myself (laughs) that whenever I have this misalignment pop up again, I usually leave the organization and go to a new job. And I usually do that about every year and a half to two years is that's the typical management cycle before a manager is changed, promoted, or booted out. Mm -hmm. And so this time I decided that I would go out on my own and start my own company and see how that went. And (laughs) so far it's gone really well. I filed for an LLC the day that I resigned from my job and hired my first employee a month later. And we enrolled in the HubSpot partner program and have quickly grown as a consulting partner. And we now are a team of four and are quickly hiring our fifth. And it's been a really fun six months. (laughs) I say that with all of the caveats of I know that I'm new here. I know that I'm like very green when it comes to being a business owner. But I will say that similar to you, this has been incredibly gratifying. And like, it's an incredibly fulfilling journey to be able to start something that's yours and bring on really great people and provide that environment for them. So you know what it feels like when your values are misaligned. 
Tell me about that. You weren't happy and you felt like this isn't really the script I want to live by. What have you done in coastal consulting for the last six months that's different from what your previous employers had done? It's a great question. So I have always felt that the growth pace that is placed and set out for employees in the corporate structures I've been in has been too slow. Annual reviews and having a position for three years before you're able to be promoted, those type of structures, I think, have really like conflicted with my personal like want need to grow and like <laughs> growth pace. And so internally, something I've done differently is after your first month, we sit down and map out a growth plan for you whether that's growth in your current role or a stretch goal, like stretch role that you would like to achieve. Mm -hmm. And then we build out a learning and development plan. We work on different projects that could get you towards that role. And we set a timeframe on achieving those goals during that meeting. So we know in the next six months, the next year, whatever it looks like, you'll achieve that role, but you have a certain like set of deliverables rather than, well, one day, maybe we'll see. I think being very specific and giving people like the room to grow has been a big difference at my organization. There's also a lot of personal ownership. And I know that that's more challenging to have on a larger scheme and a larger team, but really giving the people the independence to manage their own workload and not micromanaging has been a big difference from my perspective of being able to have the creative freedom and the strategic freedom to make decisions and act on directions you'd like to head has been a big difference for my team and also sharing information. So I, whenever I make business decisions or we're looking to hire, or we're looking to shift some things around or use a different platform, I bring the full team in and paint a full picture of this is why we're making this decision. These are the factors that I went through to get to this decision. Here's our full financials. Here's the different profitability margins. Essentially, whatever the decision is, I walk them through every factor of the decision because I have always felt that I've missed the why in organizations. Mm -hmm. By the time it reached to me, it had been like gone through so many filters and different levels where the why had not been distilled down <laughs> and the why had just kind of disappeared and it was now just an order. Mm -hmm. So I try to make sure the why is very clearly communicated with my team. And do you have a prevailing why at your consulting company now? Like, do you have a list of core values or is that something you're working on? How do you communicate the why? Our why can be rolled up in, I guess, a summary statement we're working on, but we're a people first learning organization. So everything that we do ties back to that. So if we're making a decision, it's for the best interest of our team or our clients. And we make sure that those two people are at the center of every decision. So we lead by learning, we lead by teaching. And our team is focused on our next opportunity to learn, which I'm learning a ton this year. <laughs> and awesome. we also focus on how do we educate our clients and how do we make sure that we're setting them up for success? Because we talk about leading them on a journey to self-sufficiency <laughs> and not setting them up to where they have to work with us forever. They have to have an agency to manage their systems. Like we focus on how do we make their life easier and how do we make sure that everyone here is taken care of? And that's the heart of our decisions. So Lauren, I love the fact that your business and your team is people first, and it's not a new idea, right? I mean, people mm -hmm. should be at the center of every business, but they're not. They're not. I know when I worked in big law, the client was the last thing on our to-do list. It was about billable hours and invoices and committees. And, and when I started my law firm, like you, I said, this is going to be client focused. And people were like, well, of course, like every law firm is. I'm like, no, actually they're not. <laughs> And I love that. And I posted something on LinkedIn the other day talking about how a client from 10 years ago reached out to me to work on their citizenship application. And 
they could have called anybody. There's a million people that do what I do, but it's the how that we do it. And it's that people first mentality. And I love that you're building your business on such a strong foundation. And the same with your people. I mean, people are your biggest asset. We've all learned that through COVID and now this crazy job market where you can't find anybody. It's the companies that have their raving employees that are doing the best right now, like the ones that won't leave for any reason and people first, right? I mean, that's what matters. And today at my firm, you know, the season is winding down and we have a grill. So we did filet day. So we did filet mignon and baked potatoes and it was so fun and a treat and everybody's like in a great mood. And, you know, it's those little tiny things that keep people in companies. So Mm -hmm. I love that you have a partnership with HubSpot. Can you tell me a little bit about HubSpot for listeners that may not know what it is and how it works? So we are a HubSpot solutions partner and HubSpot is a CRM platform at its core, which means it stores all of your contacts. And the unique thing about HubSpot as a CRM is it's really an all-encompassing CRM. It also has marketing automation. It has sales automation. So if you think about when you go to a website and submit a form, and you get an email in your inbox confirming that you submitted that or with next steps, systems like HubSpot enable that to happen. As a HubSpot solutions partner, our like niche is integrating HubSpot with Salesforce, which Salesforce is currently the number one CRM on the market. So larger companies use Salesforce CRM and HubSpot for marketing. So that's really where we sit is right between those platforms. And what would your typical client look like? Our typical client has an international presence. So usually they're headquartered in the U.S. or they just have an office in the U.S. and they are international. They have a dedicated sales, marketing, and account management team. We typically work with B2B organizations and they are using Salesforce and HubSpot and are typically pretty large. And how do clients find you? Is it previous relationships, word of mouth? Um, People find us via our website. We have pretty good content, which is working. We have a great inbound marketing specialist that's making sure that we are top of the Google search results. (laughs) And then also referrals and through the HubSpot Partner Program, they can find us there by looking for our services. And we recently became a Salesforce consulting partner as well. So you can find us on the app exchange in Salesforce. So being able to be referred by the platforms themselves is very helpful. Yeah, that's great. So if my listeners are interested in maybe striking it out on their own or starting a new business or learning more about HubSpot or Salesforce, what's the best way to learn more about you? Learn more about me. You can follow me on LinkedIn. I'm trying to be more active there with content articles. And I also am really happy to just chat and share knowledge. I had someone message me yesterday saying they're about to start their own business. What would I like offer them as far as advice? Happy to give you a quick little LinkedIn response. Or you can follow us on our website at coastalconsulting.co. We have a pretty info-rich blog about like detailed how-tos in HubSpot and Salesforce. So we really try to share as much knowledge as we can there as well. That's great. And listeners, we'll have all of that information in our show notes. So Lauren Kennedy, we wish you the best of luck. Congratulations on striking it out on your own. I know you'll do great if you always put people first. And Highwire Woman, there's a lot of different ways to work in this world. You know, life's too short to be going to a place every day that you can't stand or one that's not aligned with your personal core values or goals. Lauren Kennedy has showed us it can be done. And if you're interested in learning more, be sure to check her out at coastalconsulting.co. So until next time, stay on that high wire. Thank you for listening to the High Wire Woman podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or others, I hope you'll share it with a friend so together we can all stay on that high wire of life. Make sure to subscribe or follow us on your favorite listening platform 
so you never miss an episode. And follow us on social media at Highwire Woman for more information. Until next time, I'm Rosanna Berardi. Be sure to stay on that high wire of life.